This is Hard Facts. The National Industrial Court just ended the resident doctor's strike. Has the National Industrial Court just ended the doctor's strike, the resident doctor's strike? I'm asking that because that news just broke. The NIC is ordering NARD to suspend its strike. NARD is, of course, the Association of Resident Doctors. They've been on strike over a dispute with the federal government. The latest attempt to end it failed this weekend, with the NARD declining to sign yet another MOU with the government. But before that, the federal government took them to the industrial court, and that's how we got today's ruling, which brings us to our big heart fact for today. According to estimates, NARD represents 40% of doctors in the country. That's two out of every five doctors. So if resident doctors sneeze, the entire country catches cold. And we've already seen the effects. Lots of you uh, have been calling this show to tell me your ordeal, uh, trying to get medical attention right now. So this is everybody's problem. And on Hard Facts, we always get to the root of things like this. Now, I invited both sides to coming today and explain their view of the situation and what needs to be done to solve it. By both sides, I mean the federal government and the resident doctors. The resident doctors initially accepted my invitation, but just now I've been told that they cannot go ahead with the interview anymore. That was as soon as this news broke from the industrial court. Uh, They got back in touch with me and they said to me, we can't grant this interview uh, anymore. Well, we do hope that they change their minds before the show's over. Or that we can talk to them uh, by tomorrow after we know more about what's happened um, with this strike. But Lagos, I really, really want to talk to you um, about the effect of this strike. I mean, first of all, we have this story that broke on our hands, right? What do you think about it? What do you think about this ruling from the National Industrial Court? Um, if if I had the president of the Nas- Nigerian Association of Resident Doctors on the show with me, I would have also quickly taken his reaction uh, to the ruling. My questions would have included what their next step would be. Uh, I'll also be asking if they'll comply or if they'll fight. Um, I mean, how are they going to fight? Are they going to appeal? You know, and then, of course, I would have, you know, taken us back to the beginning, gone back to what their demands were. What were the reasons for the strike to begin with? In March, NARD wanted immediate payment of all salary areas, including March salaries uh, for their members in all federal and state uh, tertiary health institutions across the country, especially ASUS, uh, INSUS and UNIMED TH. And then they also uh, wanted upward review of the current hazard allowance to 50% of consolidated basic salaries of all health workers and payment of the outstanding COVID-19 inducement allowance, especially in state-owned tertiary institutions. Now, these are people who are exposed to all kinds of things. They're exposed to hepatitis C, they're exposed to HIV, they're exposed to COVID-19, cholera, like you name it. Whatever it is that you're carrying, the doctors are exposed to it. Does it really make sense that the hazard allowance these people are being paid to be exposed to the numerous diseases that they currently are exposed to is 5,000 naira? 
Last week, I told you about an MOU between the government and the Nigerian doctors, but eventually NARD decided not to sign it, even though the NMA, uh, the Nigerian uh, Medical Association, uh, signed it. So if I had the NARD in front of me, my question would have been, well, what were your reasons for not signing? Why did your parent union disagree with you? And then if you even decide to stay on the issue of unpaid salaries, the federal government has claimed that a lot of the affected resident doctors are on the payrolls of state governments. And so it's not fair for the NARD to include that in its dispute uh, with the federal government. So it would have been interesting to hear what the president of the Nigerian uh, Association of Resident Doctors would have said to that particular uh, uh, question. And then if you are a resident doctor who's listening to the show, yes, your president isn't here, but perhaps you can talk to me about um, this ruling from the court. How does that make you feel? What's your reaction to this ruling from the court asking that you go back to work? Asking that you suspend your strike? How do you feel about that? What has morale been like for resident doctors since this strike began? Because we're seeing more and more Nigerian doctors leave the country. Uh, I'm wondering whether the resident doctors who are among uh, uh, those, uh, you know, uh, those doctors living in their numbers even care that there's a strike. What are some of the big reasons why doctors are leaving in their numbers? And then more importantly, if we wanted to redesign the public health system in a way that encourages doctors to stay back in Nigeria, what do we need to do? What should we do? These are some of the things on my mind. What are the things on your mind? 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. If you're a doctor, I really want to hear from you on the show today. How do you feel about the National Industrial Court ending the strike action of the uh, National Association of Resident Doctors. Last week when we had this conversation, I got a very, I got actually, I got a lot of interesting phone calls from you who were listening at the time and you had so much to say. So take, for instance, uh, Adeshewa. Adeshewa called us and... Um, you know, it was it was it was quite harrowing what she told us on on the show that day. Let me play that call for you. I hope I can find it. Uh, yes, here it is. So let's play that call. You listen to her, and then you give me a call. Good afternoon. Welcome. <laughs> the way you pronounce my name. Is That's so how much. they wrote it for me. Oh, sorry. Please teach me the right way to pronounce it. No problem. I want to comment on that first story. Yes, please go ahead. Please, I, I lost um, I lost a junior sister of mine, junior oh. sister of mine on oh. May first due to sorry. this um, strike. I'm sorry. But, uh, we took her to Shagamos so she was down with diabetes. Oh. So when we rushed her there, he said it's just five minutes we got there mm. that the uh, uh, strike started. started. But one 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 thing about it that before we come we came to Ukorodu also the general association, mm -hmm. they were able to attend to her. I saw the way they, they rushed her. They were able to quickly put her on oxygen and everything. You know that kind of a thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, you see, one fundamental thing I noticed in that Shagamu um, uh, general association was that 
the woman that was talking to me, mm. you will see the emotions on her face that she really wanted to help. Okay. You won't believe it. Okay. She wanted to help, but she couldn't. She said, okay, madam, if I... If I admit your sister now, mm-hmm. who is going to take care of her? Should I just admit her and just leave her there? And when we go to Odongunyong, um, uh, what is it called, uh, Odok, we spent two hours in the middle of the road. Okay. In fact, my junior brother, my immediate junior brother, had to come down and was shouting, please help, my sister is dying, please help. Okay. He, he turned to a, 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 a water because of that. People started, as the motor started moving for us to move. Okay. See, once one in my head, those ones that are saying they want to drag them to court, they're, they're inhuman. Because I continue to say it. In fact, to, to every day, this thing always I'm quite emotional now. I don't want to uh, break down, yes, actually. But what I'm looking at is like, what if they have answered her in that way? Um, Shagamu or Jutu, she will have been in her life now. Hmm? Exactly. So, one thing, the way they are treating our daughters is unfair. To me, hmm. very, very unfair. How will you be paying as a dollar five thousand naira for crying out loud? Five thousand naira, and somebody was saying they are they are, they are getting up to seven hundred thousand. Who will get seven hundred thousand naira salary and want to go outside the country? The, the country. Hmm. See the statistics. Somebody made the last said that every day a daughter leaves the country. That's right. Every day, that's right. A daughter leaves the country. That's right. How many is going to remain very soon? Thank you so much for calling us. That was Adeshewa last week, Wednesday, when we had this conversation on The Big Three. If you've never listened to The Big Three, I recommend that you start, by the way. We start Hard Facts every day with uh, three of the biggest stories of the day. And then once it's five o'clock, we have a big interview or we have a big conversation about a policy issue or social issue, etc., etc. And uh, today we're, we're talking about the National Industrial Court ending the resident doctor's strike. That news broke uh, just before I got on air. We've got Ken in the studio. Ken, how may I help you? Yes, you're live. Okay, so um, we got um, the Vice President of uh, National Association of Religion President Doctors. Okay. So he's currently driving. Okay. So um, he informed us that we should call him in the next 15 minutes. Oh, fantastic. So we've got the Vice President of uh, the National Association of Resident Doctors on standby. So we'll speak with him in a bit to find out how they're feeling about the end of the strike. Uh, 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Yeah, my name is Dr. Parker. Welcome, Dr. Parker. So, um, in fact, I'm disappointed. Okay. I'm leaving the country myself. Oh, no. I cannot continue like this. 18 months now, no salary. I'm sorry, Dr. Parker. Ooh. Omo. I don't know. I don't know. I, Omo. <laughs> How do you even, Omo? Let's talk to um, Ngozi. She's on the line. Ngozi, welcome to the show. Good evening. I said I'm calling from Lekki. Lekki. Yes, you're live on the show now. You're talking to Sandra. Go ahead. Oh, Sandra. Good evening. Talking about the um, the strike, Sandra. Hmm. It's a very pathetic one, Sandra. Hmm. Somehow, I work within the hospital environment. Okay. Any Nigerian that have had the opportunity to use the government hospitals 
would even come out and support this medical personnel, Sandra. There is nothing in our hospitals. They are all empty, Sandra. Hmm. Presently, Sandra, my father is down with cancer. Oh, I'm sorry. And uh, we are managing him at uh, UNTH Enugu. Hmm. Do you know, Sandra, that UNTH Enugu, for the past four months, their radiography machine is not working? Yeah. My father continues going to this place every blessed day. You go, they will turn him down. That the machine is not working. I had a friend, too, that is down with cancer using the one in loot, Sandra. Do you know that machine in Lutz? They have practically shut down the government section. They built a new center that is presently owned, hmm. managed by some South Africans. What these poor people pay one five to do before is 20,000. Hmm. The number of radiography you do depends on what you pay, ranging from 800,000 to 1 million, 1 point something million. Sandra, where is the hope for a poor man in Nigeria? Secondly, they use the medical personnel to manage their personal businesses. And this money goes to private pockets. And yet, they will owe them salary. Sandra, I had a cousin of mine. The wife happens to be a medical doctor. During the COVID era, the first uh, wave of COVID, right. this woman contracted COVID. The husband nearly died because of COVID. Because she is a public servant working in a hospital. Okay. We have senators collect huge allowances. They collect drivers, their own houses, the doctors that treat the pharmacists that suffer, and they have nothing to go home about. There is no form of insurance for these people. Sandra is pathetic. I'm speaking this evening because if you're a well-meaning Nigerian that really loves this country, mm. people should come out and support these guys until we put a law where these guys stop flying abroad for medical help. They will never equip these hospitals. Our hospitals are empty, Sandra. They are rotting. They are smelling. Go to loot. You will see people on the corridors of loot, a government teaching hospital. Are we animals? Ngozi, thanks for calling. You know, I, I know that it sounds nice to say we should force them to make a law that, um, you know, they will not go abroad for treatment. But I don't see that happening. I don't even see the amount of protest that will force them to make a law that, you know, they will not travel abroad. I don't know. I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, but I don't. Do you see that happening? Because if you tell if you tell Ram to vote for Salah, Ram will not vote for there to be Salah, because Ram knows it will die. If you tell Chicken to vote for Christmas, it will not vote for Christmas. If you tell Turkey to vote for Thanksgiving, it will not vote for Thanksgiving. I don't know what the I don't I don't know how we're going to do that. How are we going to do that? Abiodun is in Korodu. He's a first time caller. Are you still here? Yeah, I'm, I'm still very much around. All right. Thank you, well, uh, Sandra. God bless you for your good work. Thank you. Uh, I wish that the ministers for the health and your part, any relationship of the government to be right there with you. Perhaps I would have taken them to loot or to one of these tertiary institutions mm. to go and see what's going on there. Mm. Our doctors deserve more than what they are having in Nigeria. I have a doctor. I've been a victim of this strike in March. I lost my wife in March in Lutz. Oh, I'm just sorry. Just because of this strike. I'm sorry. Okay. And my daughter, I want to remedicine. For the past two years, I've been trying to seek admission to uh, medical school. I have, to, I have to take her. They say, come and see what doctors are going to. Are you ready to go through this in Nigeria? The girl has to change her mind. Hmm. 
When doctors have to be using touch light, go to the emergency department of loot. Go and see what is happening there. Let the minister go there and go and see. And last time, the minister was telling us that we have more than enough doctors. Where Unilag and Lelasu only admit hundred to one, about 200 doctors every year for 20 million people in Lagos. God, God will judge between us and them in Jesus' name. This is, this is wickedness of the highest order. In their own case, they will have traveled abroad. You heard what happened to the, like, the last caller. I mean, the, the, the caller, I mean, the first caller, you, 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 call, you repeated our, our call. Yeah. The road was bad. Traffic all over. Everything is, I mean, and they are there in their own, they will take the private jet and travel abroad. God will judge between us and them. Thank you. Thank you, Abodium, for calling. We've got Tunde in Lekki, who's also a first-time caller. I love first-time callers. Thank you for calling us today, Tunde. Okay, thank you. Go ahead. You're talking to Sandra now. Hi, Sandra. Hi. Thank you very much for this program, and I really appreciate what you do every day for us. Thank you. Um, coming to the matter of the day, mm. um, the, pres- the last caller now just uh, spoke about how horrible loot is. Mm-hmm. I happened to lose my first wife in youth. Oh, I'm sorry. Apart from that one, I had a situation where my wife, my current wife, had to go to youth okay. um, for some um, dental matter. Okay. Would you believe our doctors are good? They are good, but the problem is facilities. Mm-hmm. There's no facility on ground. Mm. They have to wait for the gen to be turned on in loot before they could carry out um, operation. We went there more than three times. And when I say we went there, we went there from morning to late evening. Those three days. Three different days because they had no light and they will not put on the gen. How can you expect people to be working under Mm. that kind of a condition and yet you are putting them under... Serious, serious um, uh, means, well, serious way where they can be infected by anything. Hmm. And you want to force them to go and work. Okay, what, what kind of condition or what kind of mind would they have when they are working under this kind of, of, of rule that the, 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 the industrial court is telling them to go back to, to, to work? Yeah. It's unfair. It's unfair. And I, like you said, I don't know what we can do about it, but like I'm talking to you now, I'm being close to tears because I know what we went through. It's unfair. Things have to be done and this government has to sit up and do the right thing for doctors. Oils will keep on losing them and nobody can force them to stay. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you Sandra. Much. God bless you more. Bless you as well, Tunde. Thank you very much and I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. Lagos, um, I mean, this conversation has to move to the point where we ask, like, seriously, what can we do? Because it sounds nice to say, oh, force them to make a law that you not travel ab- abroad. I mean, bloody hell, the president campaigned on that. The president campaigned on that. The president himself said, you know, that's done. And then he got in and a few months later, he was in London for months. Almost threw the country into a constitutional crisis as a result. So we have to move beyond the nice sounding sound bites. Oh, force them to make a law. They're not going to do it. So how do we force them to do it? How do we do, how do we make that happen? Because I'm hearing these stories and my heart is breaking, especially because I'm thinking about my own father when he had cancer. We had to go to UPTH, and I don't even want to go into the details of what we suffered at UPTH at the time. Like, 
I don't even want to go into it, but I'm I I understand the situation because I lived it. I lived it. There has to be a way to end it. How do we end it? How do we make it end? If you just tuned in, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I was supposed to have a conversation with the uh, resident doctors um, about um, the industrial strike that they've been on, which has now been suspended, by the way, uh, by the National Industrial Court. Well, it hasn't been suspended, but the National Industrial Court did ask them to suspend their strike. Um, They've been on strike over a dispute with the federal government and uh, this latest attempt to end it failed um, this weekend and um, NARD says we're not signing an MOU. But all of that is even out the window now that a national industrial court has um, ordered them to suspend their strike. Now, what's going to happen next? What's next for them? Right? How do they feel about this? We're trying to talk to somebody uh, on the show with us. We wanted to have a conversation with the current president, but he says that he cannot go on the record just yet. Uh, so we're looking forward to speaking with the vice president, the first vice president of uh, NARD, the Dr. Adejo Arome. He'll be joining us in a few minutes. Oh, we already have him on the line, incidentally. Okay, so we'll just talk to him very quickly and then go off on a break. Dr. Arome, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you and good evening. Good evening to you. My name is Sandra Ezekwesili. Unfortunately, we have to take a, a break, so we're going to have to um, say that you wait uh, on the line and then we'll come back to you in a few minutes. Is that okay? No problem. Okay. All right, then. Lagos, we're streaming live on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. We're also streaming live on YouTube, Nigeria Info FM. Like I said, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. Don't go away. Welcome back to your number one talk news and sports station. This is Nigeria Info. It's 5.30. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili and we have on the phone with us the first vice president of NARD, Dr. Adejo Arome. NARD, of course, is the Association of Resident Doctors. They've been on strike over a dispute with the federal government and the National Industrial Court has ordered them, the NARD that is, to suspend its strike. So my big question is, if the National uh, Industrial Court has just ended the resident doctor's strike. Uh, Dr. Arome, um, my first question, of course, is very quickly what you think about this ruling, the National Industrial Court ordering NERD to suspend uh, the strike. What's your reaction to that ruling? Well, I, I, you are just telling me that the National Industrial Court says to suspend strike. Okay. Uh, we have not been served. So I, I, I'm shocked hearing this from you. So I cannot react to I mean to to um, ESC. Okay. I react to news that I'm sure. So if once we are saved, then I can react. But for now, I don't think I can react because, as far as I'm concerned, we're not there. So since we're not there, we just um, and it is if it's a, if it's a, if it's the news on the media hmm. and we're not there, hmm. the only confirmation that we have is when we are saved. I see. Now, could you talk about what could happen if you do get served? Well, I don't. I don't preempt because I believe that um, the news is is, is false. 
for now. So when I'm self, then it is true. Then we'll now move on from from there. Because I don't know how you will want the doctors have not been paid mm. for months to come to work. We mm. understand. So mm. maybe, maybe, maybe the hospitals will be hard that to um, go and get uh, official vehicles for all the doctors okay. to bring them to work. And they will be ordered to also go and pay the children's school fees, pay their house rent, okay. and feed them at work. I don't know. Okay. So that's why I said I'm not yet served. Hmm. So if we have been served, then we can react. Then you can so react. For now, I feel, I feel it's best we just leave this. Okay, okay. All right, but let's go back to the beginning anyway. Um, before uh, you joined us, I mentioned some of your demands, right? And some of them include uh, immediate payment of all salary arrears, including March salaries, upward review of the current hazard allowance to 50% of um, consolidated basic salaries of all health workers, and then payment of um, death in service insurance for all health workers who died as a result of COVID-19 infection infection or other infectious disease in the country. Did I leave out others? Are there some others I haven't mentioned? Payment of um, the salaries of our members for up to four months. Now it's getting to the fifth month. Um, payment of the medical resident training fund. Uh, I think uh, then, then um, uh, withdrawal of the obnoxious house officers uh, of not just secular, removing the house officers and NYC doctors from the scheme of scheme of service. Right. Then um, payment of 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 um, areas of our members in the state hospitals. Right. Now, last week, there was talk of an MOU between the government and the doctors. But eventually, NARD decided not to sign it, even though the NMA, the Nigeria Medical Association, signed it. What were your reasons for not signing? And uh, why did your parent union disagree with you? Well, uh, one, uh, I want to correct one 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 impression. Okay. We're not officially invited to the discussion. Okay. It was the enemy that asked us to please come because you cannot shave a man's head in his absence. We were there to provide information because uh, all of the things that were discussed or that are to be discussed were those things that we previously agreed on with the government. So these are not new, new things. And we've signed memorandum of understanding and of action and action addendum with them based on those things that were discussed. And as at the time of the discussion, the Ministry of Labor have sued us to court, asking the court to tell them why they will not institute no work, no pay on our members. The matter is in court, okay? Okay. We cannot be signing any document. Now, if they want a gentleman agreement, the first thing first, you have a memorandum of action which was previously signed. You have not obeyed it. So what gives us the assurance that you will obey the memorandum of understanding this time? Number one. Right. Number two, is that 
we don't believe in sending again. You're, you see? Okay. The first time can be a mistake. The second time can be a mistake. But the third time can never be a mistake. The government reneged on the memorandum first, second time, third time, fourth time. If we sign, won't you as media call us um, um, senseless human beings? The only thing that we need the government to just do is to pay the people they've not paid. They should do the needful so that if at all we have to sign or suspend or call off strike, the people that we are calling off strike can come to work. If now we sign something to suspend the strike, so what will our member use to come to work? You see, the government is just being insensitive and unsincere to all these issues. It's basic thing. What are we signing? Does it make sense? You keep on signing things. The same thing that you discussed months back, you discussed weeks back, you are still signing, signing, signing. You want to sign nothing. Oh, the doctor die of hunger. You understand? So there was nothing to sign. And we categorically tell them the matter is in court. Let the Honorable Minister of Health remove the matter from court. And if at all there's anything to be signed, whatever we are signing will not include no, no work, no peace. Um, you, you, you were at previous uh, hearings. I, I'm remembering this question. I'm remembering to ask this question because you just mentioned the courts again. You were at previous hearings. Was the court scheduled to sit again today? No. That's hmm. why I said I, I don't know what is going on. The one that we went to, we were officially served. We came to the court. We were there. We were present. And a decision was taken. But the one of today, I don't even know that there was. In fact, it's you that is telling me now. And I cannot react to, to a news I'm not sure of. Mm. You understand? Mm. Mm. Now, on the issue of unpaid salaries, the federal government has claimed that um, a lot of the affected resident doctors are on the payroll of state governments. And so it's not fair of, of state governments. That is a mighty fat lie. I use mighty and I use fat at the same time. That is a mighty fat lie. Okay? Okay. Yes. Um, the federal institutions are affected. They are largely affected. The states that are affected here are Imo State. Abia State is, is also is also affected. Uh, I think there are there are three to four states. Now, but in most of the federal teaching hospitals, hmm. the residents and the local doctors have been unpaid for amount of time varying between one to six months. So that is a big lie. And they know. I will give you an example. Doctors in UCH University College Hospital mm -hmm. have not been paid for like four months now. Mm -hmm. Doctors in UPTH, the same thing. Doctors in UCTH, the same thing. Then there are other hospitals whose doctors are being owned, like FMC Yola. Their doctors are being owned up to two months. National Hospital is short. Paying 
short changing his doctors. So there's all the cost salary shortfall. So there are a lot of issues. And if there's anything that should be done, you should first of all take care of the immediate needs. Pay these people. Then after you must have paid them, then they will have money to come to work. If at all, we will sign anything. So please, that to, that is a lie. Take it from me. It is a fat, mighty lie. Now let's talk about your members. What has their more? Let's talk about your members, members of the association. What has their morale been like during this strike? My what? Your members, the members of the National Association of Resident Doctors. Yeah, their morale is very, very high. In fact, I've never seen this kind of morale among doctors. Okay. I've never seen. Their morale is very, very high because they've seen that um, what what the government is pushing them to is towards suicide. It's towards suicide. You have a doctor who is supposed to be a responsible man in the society. You are making him irresponsible. And a man that cannot take care of his kids, his wife, cannot pay this is an irresponsible man. You understand? Okay. So the morale is very, very, very high. And I will tell you one thing. Mm. We are going all the way. We are going all the way. You understand? And right now, my members are even are even going abroad in their numbers. The ones that are remaining are preparing to leave. And that's what the government does not understand. They think we are just talking for ourselves. No! We are talking for the future of this country. I am talking for their children and my children. They think they can fly abroad now. There's no problem. If they keep on flying abroad, will they be in power forever? Power is transient. That is the truth. So if they think they can fly abroad at any slightest opportunity to go and get treatment, of course, man. What comes around goes around. Now, if... Let me th- uh, go ahead. You want to tell me no, something? Go ahead. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Nobody is immune to sickness. Right. Nobody is immune to emergencies. As a doctor, this strike is having its toll on me because I am not a superhuman. I can have emergency anytime. One of my consultants this afternoon was talking to, to, to me and he said, how I wish the government would do the needful because this strike reminds him of his younger brother he lost some years back mm. during one of these industrial crises. Mm. He lost his younger brother, a doctor. Mm. So he's touching everybody. And if the government officials feel it will not touch them, fine. Fine, time will tell. That is the truth. If we want to redesign the public health system in a way that encourages doctors to stay, I say I'm asking that question because of what you just mentioned, that um, recently a lot of doctors are leaving Nigeria. More and more doctors are planning to leave Nigeria. Um, We know that some of the big reasons are the welfare. We know that some of the big reasons are the salary, the things you're asking for, the demands that you have uh, regarding this strike. So, I mean, what could encourage doctors to stay? What should we do to encourage doctors to stay? The number one reason why doctors are leaving is job satisfaction. Okay. By job satisfaction, I mean, if a sick patient walks into your hospital, you should be able to treat the patient well, and you, you, you should be able to hear that word, doctor, thank you, 
God bless you. Now, as a doctor, you don't have all the basic tools you need to take care of your patient. Now, even if there is money, there is no job satisfaction, doctors will live in droves. So number one is job satisfaction. The hospital should be well equipped to make sure that everybody in Nigeria, their health is catered for. Then number two, of course, is welfare, insurance. There is no insurance. You understand? Mm. I have been pricked so many times while doing one or two procedures. Mm. And of course, you know that we see all sorts of cases. Right. And most times I was forced to be on, me, on, on medication as a prophylaxis. Hmm. And those things have a side effect on me. Right. Now, what is the insurance? What is the insurance? Insurance for morbidity, insurance for, mo- for mortality. Okay, and this is not a new, new thing. There is what we call Employees' Compensation Act. It's there in the labor law. But the Minister of Labor and, and, his, and his friends are quick to quote the part that says no work, no pay. What of the Employees' Compensation Act? Have they quoted it? Have they fixed it? So these are the things. These are the things. You see, I was reading, I was reading an, an article online written by one doctor in Kano State. And the doctor mentioned one of our consultants that have been working in Kano for like 10 years. He could not build a house. He has been living in rented apartments. And he left for Saudi finally. And within a year, the guy has built a house and moved his family. That is quality of life. We are not asking to build houses. Come on, man. We are asking for good accommodation. I, I, I can hardly, in fact, I've not seen a doctor, to me, a practicing doctor, a doctor that practices with his full mind, buying a brand new car. It never exists. Yeah, we buy third hand car. I even come and give, give thanksgiving for buying third hand car. These are doctors. Okay. And, and why? That is because our expenses as per the training is very, very high. If you make 100,000 Naira today, you put back 80,000 Naira into training. And this 100,000 Naira is not even regular. It's not regular. So tell me. In fact, we have been joking among ourselves and discussing that we that are sick, patriotic, I think they should check our brain. There's something wrong with us. Yeah, man. There's something very wrong with us. Now, if you do find out that um, we are right and the National Industrial Court sitting in Abuja ordered your association to suspend your strike, if you find out that they uh, ruled on an ex parte application by the federal government, what will your next steps be? If I find that, then I will tell you my next step. I've not find that. I'm not a lawyer. We have lawyers. Okay? But for now, as I said, mm. we don't know. Nothing has been communicated to us. Dr. Romain. So let that stage reach. Then we'll cross it. Oh. I don't preempt things. I'm not a prophet of doom. I always say that. I don't preempt things. Mm. I always pray that the government should come back to their senses mm. and do the needful. So this strike will be called off. Let's think of calling off this strike not going to the court. A government that is going to the court or that is, that is pushing others to go to the court? Come on, man. What does that tell the citizens for the health of Nigerians? Health. 
Come on. Dr. Arome. Come on. It shows on seriousness. Thank you. At so the highest level. All right. It shows on seriousness. We're going, to, we're going to get back in touch with you and see how um, things progress. But thank you so much for talking to us last minute on Hard Facts today. All right, thank you. Dr. Adejo Arome is the first vice president of NARD. That's who you just listened to for the past few minutes. Lagos, over to you. What do you think about this situation? What are your thoughts? What are your opinions? Share them with me, 0700-993-993-993. I remember a comment I, I read, uh, I think, I believe it was last week as well. This caller was talking to me about his mentor who passed on, if I, if I remember very correctly, right? Uh, we have a message here from Philip. Philip says, I lost a mentor who was involved in a ghastly accident on Friday morning. Do you know that this man died because of the failure of this government, Sandra? All government hospitals rejected him because they are on strike. This man bled till he died before we could locate a military hospital by 10pm. Accident that happened since early in the morning. Auntie Sandra, can we still call this a country? Philip from Ecotton with that message. Philip, I'm so terribly sorry for your loss. I'm so sorry. So, so sorry. We've got Anonymous on the line. Anonymous, thank you so much for calling. Hi, Sandra. Hi, welcome. Sorry, I'm speaking anonymously because I wanted to give you some figures. That's fine. So, a colleague of mine died and the insurance payout is between 13 million to 15 million. Okay. And my company has even gone ahead to find a way to invest that insurance for the sake of the children so that they will have a source of going to school hmm. until they graduate from university. Hmm. To know that doctors don't even have this is heartbreaking. I, I, did, I mean, I listen to you all the time, but hmm. I didn't know they don't have insurance. Yeah. This is also by law. Yeah. Then they have the Employee Compensation Act which is supposed to compensate, which the employer, which is federal government and state government should deduct a certain percentage of income and plop it into Employee Compensation Act, which is supposed to take care of um, injuries in the line of work. And you're also telling me the doctors are also not covered for that. So they don't have group life insurance. They don't have Employee Compensation Act. And... What exactly are we doing? Like, these are the people who need it the most. I mean, them and the police. So how exactly do state governors have pension and doctors don't have insurance, life insurance? I am absolutely in shock. If I have a sibling who is a doctor, I will push and steal the person money to leave this country. It is pathetic. I hope I don't sound unpatriotic, but I feel... This is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. That a doctor will die and there's nothing for his wife or children to hang on to. In a country where governors earn in millions, senators earn in millions, it's a shame. This is not supposed to be a country. I'm sorry. Thank you for your time. Anonymous, thank you so much for calling. Afolabi is in Ekeja. Afolabi, welcome. Good evening. In short, this is a pathetic situation. I feel for all the doctors. In short, in short I don't know what to say. I'm highly emotional right now. Highly emotional. 
because the way the government is running this country, I pray one day, one day, uh, things will not go bad. Just let God intervene. Pray for God's intervention in some heart. Have a wonderful evening. You too, sir. Thank you very much for calling. We're getting reports from former Big Brother Niger star Dorothy that uh, she was allegedly harassed um, by the EFCC last night. She shared footage of the EFCC allegedly breaking into her house yesterday. We're also hearing reports unconfirmed. Uh, well, not unconfirmed, really, but um, she's on a live stream on Instagram uh, allegedly showing uh, her um, continued harassment uh, by the EFCC. So we don't quite know the details of that story yet, but we're keeping our eye on that story and it could feature on the big three tomorrow at three o'clock. So look out for that and don't miss it when it comes around. But right now, let me give you a chance to win money, Abby. If you're a doctor, let me give you 10k so that you can buy fuel for your car. That's of course if you can get through to the phone lines. If you answer as many questions as possible, you can win. That's how it goes. 0700-993-993-993-0146 Five seven one nine zero. Who will walk away with my money today? What's the high score, Esther? If you know the high score, please send it to me via WhatsApp so that we can get this ball rolling. Okay, who's it gonna be? Ninety nine point three. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Do you want to play just a minute? Okay, your time starts now. Where these COVID, this weekend's new COVID numbers, were they above or below 1,000? Above. Did the numbers go up or down from the previous weekend? It went up. This weekend, the Olu of where was crowned? Olu of Wari. The Olu who cursed Nigeria was what relation to the new Olu? Which other monarch joined the former Olu in laying the curse? Olu of... Um, Olu of... Uh, the monarchy of which nation generates one trillion naira in yearly revenue? Skip. In what state did police arrest Gloria Okolie? Which state successfully sued FIRS over VAT? Skip. What position does Ibrahim Gambari hold in the presidency? All right, stay on the line. Let's get your details. Hopefully you are our winner for today. Lagos, that's all the time I have. Let's do this again tomorrow at 3 o'clock. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili on social media.